This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White. All right, welcome, welcome, one and all, to game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Aaron, we're glad you're with us as uh, we uh, get ready to go here on a Monday, Monday afternoon, and another strange, strange start to a month, Ward. I mean, it's August, and it's raining, and it's comfortable. (laughs) You've got a jacket on. John Morris had a jacket on. Mm-hmm. Who wears a jacket in August in Texas? Nobody usually, but today I had to. I had to go ahead and try to get one today. And, and you did just that. So, uh, yeah. So we welcome you to the program. We got a lot to get to. I mentioned that John had me pop in and, uh, on his show a little bit t- today, and I mentioned that I had hoped to not talk about realignment, but unfortunately. We're going to talk about realignment. Mm-hmm. I, I did see, and, and Matt brought it up, but uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick has uh, has a, is putting together a committee after the uh, after the uh, the fact that uh, after Texas and Oklahoma decided to leave, mm-hmm. the future of college athletics in the Lone Star State. What's it look like? What's it about? So I, I think uh, Dr. Livingstone is down there. Mac Rhodes is in Austin. Uh, Bob Bowlesby, the commissioner's in Austin. And I think maybe the president of TCU and their AD. They're, you know, so there's a group down there. But w- what can they truly get done at this point? I mean, th- you could do a little fact finding maybe and find out what you think happened, but I'm not sure that they know because they got blindsided. Well, I, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think there's anything that they, I, I don't know what the agenda of being down there is really all about, except what can we do moving forward? Because Texas is already and NOU uh, has already notified the conference they're out. The SEC's already invited them in. They've already accepted from the <laughs> the invitation from the SEC. So, I mean, I don't uh, – unless there's something in a bylaw or a clause somewhere that nobody saw that says they can't do that, which I don't think there is. They wouldn't have jumped ship if they were – I mean, I'm sure they did their due diligence before they just said – yeah, we're out of here. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the agenda is, other well, than to try to prevent. They're looking at something the, else from cratering on them. And 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 I don't think they're going that route. I I think at this point they're they're saying what does collegiate athletics for the state of Texas look like without the University of Texas? Well, what's it, it look like? Not it, as good as it was. Well, Lord, no. And uh, we, uh, one of the, uh, there's a retired SMU economics professor that is speaking. So mm-hmm. they're looking at it from a dollars and cents standpoint because they, like many, realize this is big business. Yes. And, and big business just got kicked in the gut with Texas taking their their football and going over to the SEC. Well, unfortunately, that's where we are in, in college football because mm-hmm. it, it no longer is about the rivalries. It's no longer about the pageantry. It's no longer about Saturday afternoon tailgates. It's it's about 
how much money can we get every Saturday? And that's all it's about. Yeah, who's writing the check for this business? Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. It's, and unfortunately, it's, that's where we're at. And I don't like it, but, I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. And you wonder, is there any way that you put the genie back in the bottle? And, and, and what I'm saying is, if this thing continues to proceed like we think it is, if we, you know, I, I think anyway that you are destined for four, four leagues at 16 apiece, that's 64 teams. What about the rest of them? Well, they're left out. But does does can they does it does that look like college football that you and I saw growing up? No, nothing like it. Where does it go? I don't. It's gone. No, it's not gone. There's no way that that Tulsa is not going to play football. Well, they're going to play, but it's not going to be the same. No, I it's mean, not going. That's what I'm saying. Does it look like? It's not going to look like what we grew up with. No, it, you know, you're not going to have. The anticipation of Saturday afternoon ABC game of the week and things like that. There's going to be those conferences are going to get most of the TV, and then you're going to have some Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night games with the rest of the other ones. But when we grew up, you didn't have but one game. Well, I know. In the rest of the time, we 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 listened to the radio. Exactly right. But I mean, and nobody's watching those Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday no, night games anyway. But that's where everybody else is going to be left playing. It's so I, I you know. <laughs> There are more questions than answers, but we'll see how this thing unfolds. But I, I was just thinking, you know, once you get those 64 assigned, whatever that looks like, and those are going to be the big boys, we all know it, mm-hmm. and they're the ones that are going to make all of that money, we all know it. What about the rest of them? W- what's it look like for those guys? I mean, you know, could it look like college football used to look like, but you don't think so. You think it's going to be, we got to find some money somewhere, so we're going to go play on Tuesday night. Yeah. All right. It, it, you, and you very well may be right because once you get accustomed to making that's the money. That's what drives it right now, right? Then that's, yeah. It, it, then when that's, that's what, but so do we look at new networks? Are there new networks that may get involved in college football? Saying, hey, look, those guys, ESPN is going to go do that 64 does Yahoo TV? Do they get involved? I mean, w- there's there could be there could, could be, a, be a lot of moving parts, mm-hmm. a lot of moving parts. You've got all of these opportunities to watch t- to watch sporting events that are not tr- traditional broadcasts. No. I mean, I mean, you might see Amazon Prime in on it. You might see well, YouTube on it. I, I was just about to bring up Amazon Prime. I was on Amazon Prime the other uh, yesterday, I think, looking for a movie or something. And there they and I scrolled across, and there was probably twelve or thirteen Major League Baseball games yep. scheduled for the next few days, mm-hmm. and they were just letting you know, hey, these games are going to be available on Prime, mm-hmm. not on MLB, not on ESPN, not on Bally Sports Southwest, but on Prime. Right. So, does you know does Hulu say you know what we we want a, we want a piece of the of the American Conference, or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Is that where we're potentially headed if I, ESPN I, focuses all of their their energy on that group of 64? I Well, I, I think, but I think ESPN is going to get their finger in it too because of what I just said. They're going to put those other teams are going to play the Tuesday night broadcast, the Wednesday night broadcast, the Thursday night broadcast, the Friday night broadcast, and then those 64 will be your primetime games. Yeah, they'll, they'll be your Fridays and I mean your Saturdays and in that. But 
I don't know Does if ESPN says, you know what, we don't want any, and I know we need programming, but we don't want that. We're not going to write that check if we're not getting the television audience that we desire. Maybe and, not. And that's one of the things that they have talked about is, and they call it eyeballs, mm-hmm. eyeballs on ball games. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and, and one of the things that I know that, that Matt Mosley, or, or was I think it was John uh, earlier today, Aaron, talked about, was the Olympics, and, and th- their viewership is down. So, uh, you know, are, are you willing to pay for something that you're not getting a return on your investment? And I, and I know that I bring up the Olympics as a totally different thing, but it, but it really isn't. I mean, is NBC going to want to pay the same kind of money for the Olympics since they're not getting the viewership that they desire? Probably not next time around. They're, y'all brought up the streaming services. The, that is kind of the X factor because they may be willing to overpay just to get sports programming. Well, in what it does, in their case, if you want to watch those games, you must purchase mm-hmm. the, the product. The product is not free. No. I mean, it, well, it, neither is ESPN or any, that. Well, that, that I get that. You, no, you're paying for it in your cable package yeah. or in your your mm-hmm. satellite package or whatever the yeah. case may be. And, and a lot of people are going to the streaming services anyway, right. Instead of having Dish or DirecTV or Spectrum or whoever it may be. But a lot of those streaming packages, because I have one, I'll be honest with you. Uh, a lot of those streaming packages don't provide some of those things that you need in order to. I mean. Prime is not a part of your regular base. No, but package. you can get it if you have a smart TV or a right. Or a, but you're paying for it or an app. Well, yeah, that, that's my point. So, in, in order to entice more people to join, go out and get, go out and get the the pick a conference. I mean, you know, that's they, not they may do that. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it, it's we're we're, we're going to find out. But the gist of this deal is, it looks like. The our our, uh, our leaders in Austin would like to know what does it look like without Texas? What does the future of athletics, Division One college athletics in the state of Texas, look like without Texas? And so that is why you have this this thing going on. We spent a lot of time to get to that one sentence. <laughs> so, but anyway, it's fun to talk about. All right, uh, twelve after four. Can I tell you a quick story, and then we'll get to the break. Yeah, I know. We're already behind. Uh, yesterday, we went to the baseball game. Went to the baseball game. And I told this story with John. I wasn't going to tell it. I was kind of embarrassed. But went to the baseball game. And, okay, it, Ward, they're 30-something games under 500. Mm-hmm. They're getting beat 3-1 to one in the seventh inning. Mm-hmm. They've got a grand total of about four hits. Seattle's got a grand total of about four hits. It was a snooze fest, okay? My daughter goes, hey, you want to get out of here? And I go, yeah, let's go. So we, uh, we, we bail and walk outside and sprinkling. Get to the vehicle, and it's raining. And I'm like, hey, I'm glad we did this. You know, I'm thinking that to myself. We drive off, and we're on I-20, <laughs> headed to Fort Worth to come back to Waco. And, you know, we're kind of stopped in traffic. It was stop and go because of the rain. Mm-hmm. And I look in the, I look back at my daughter and I said, you know what? Let me just tell you something. If they come back and win this game and I'm not there to see it, I said, you are in 
trouble. Mm -hmm. About that time, two-run homer ties the game. (laughs) Next guy up hits a home run, and the Rangers walk it off while I'm sitting on I-20. There you go. (laughs) That's why you never leave early. (laughs) Nope, you never leave early. And I kept telling her. I said She said, it's boring. I said, that's why they play 27 outs. Mm -hmm. And actually, to me, a 3-1 ball game, and I know I called it the snooze fest, and it really kind of was. Because there wasn't a whole lot of good action. But a lot of times, a 3-1 game can be a lot of fun because there's strategy involved in it. Mm-hmm. These were just – Texas well, just a bad not, team. Yeah, it's not fun They're, when it's a bad baseball yeah, team. Yeah, but it was, you know, it, it was 3-1 because they're bad, not because it was, you know, a high-strategy mm-hmm. baseball game. Anyway, so that's what that's what happened What was there. the crowd like? It was good. It was uh, 23,000. See why they're not spending any money? Yeah. I, I say good. I mean, it was a little over half full, 23,000. Well, they're probably happy with that. So, you know, and it's 25 bucks to park and then, mm-hmm. you know, just do the math. Do the math. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh I, a guy next to me bought one of those those hot dogs, those mm-hmm. chili dogs. What do you call them? I don't know. Boomstick. Yeah, that one. $27.50 if you're scoring at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, you paid what for what? <laughs> but he did. So there you go. All right. Uh, it is uh, 15 after 4. 4.15. And finally, a little personal note. I don't normally do this kind of stuff, but we're going to. Uh, August is a big month in our house. Uh, later this month, my wife will celebrate a birthday. My daughter will celebrate a birthday. And there's other folks in the family that celebrate a birthday. But today is our anniversary, and I want to wish my wife a go. happy 24th wedding anniversary. So there you go. 15 after 4. 415. Coming up next, RJ Ochoa talking cowboy football. He is next right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. We'll see scattered showers and a few isolated storms through the early evening hours, then partly cloudy later on tonight with a low around 71. A mix of sun and clouds tomorrow with a passing shower possible and a high of 91. And on Wednesday, partly cloudy skies with a high of 93. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We are farmers. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. Feel like you're missing out on the Fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive through and delivery. Now, you can get the famous purple Margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos in Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. 
This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Deidre and Dave, real customers who decided to give Good Feet Arch Supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. The pain would shoot up my heels. I would tiptoe out of bed because my heels hurt so badly. The pain level was over 10, and my doctor recommended that I go to Good Feet and try the Arch Supports. When I went to the Good Feet store, I had a free consultation. They allowed me to try on the Arch Supports. And took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Phoenix Suns' Chris Paul has formally declined the 44 million player option on his contract for next season and becomes an unrestricted free agent. Olympic medal count, USA leads with 64, China has 62, and the ROC has 48. Track and field continues today with the finals in the women's long jump and the men's 400-meter hurdles. Demarcus Lawrence and Amari Cooper remain on the puff list. Along with Dak Prescott, those two may not even make the trip to Ohio for the Hall of Fame game with Pittsburgh this Thursday. Astros lose their series to the Giants over the weekend. They have the day off before starting a series in L.A. with the Dodgers tomorrow night. Rangers lose their series to the Mariners 2-1. Rangers start a series with the Angels at home tonight, 7:05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 19 minutes after 4, 419. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Aaron, we're glad you're with us, and we welcome into the program R.J. Ochoa from ESPN San Antonio and blogging the boys. R.J., good afternoon. How you doing? I'm doing well, guys. How about yourself? Happy Monday. Yeah, exactly. Happy Monday indeed. Hey, so let's let's uh, dive into the Cowboys. Amari Cooper and Demarcus Lawrence, give us an update. Uh, are, are these guys going to be ready to go on opening day? Yeah, I think they'll be good to go. The Cowboys just taking things slow with them. They're obviously two players that are incredibly important to their overall cause. Um, I, you know, Jerry Jones said he doesn't anticipate seeing them until the team gets back to Dallas until after their second preseason game against the Arizona Cardinals. So they're on ice, uh, which provides a lot of opportunities for some other players down the roster. RJ, Mike McCarthy's glowing reviews on Micah Parsons. He seems to be impressing everybody uh, in Cowboy camp. Is this guy going to be already the starter day one, just stepping in and be the leader that they wanted him to be on the field? You know, I think he, I mean, Mike McCarthy doesn't talk that way about rookie players or hasn't at least historically. And so I think that there's a lot of people who are incredibly impressed by Micah Parsons, which is a difficult thing to pull off as a rookie linebacker. It's easy to flash when you play a skill position at different moments, especially in camp, but it does seem like the Cowboys obviously want to put a lot on Micah's plate. And I, I think some of that has to do with obviously who Micah is as a player and what he offers the team. But I think some of it also has to do with the options behind him. I think the Cowboys are just kind of done trusting Leighton Vanderish and Jalen Smith. And so it's all kind of led to a situation where Micah Parsons needs to be the guy that we're all hoping he is, because if not, then there's going to be a lot of questions they have to ask. 
All right, uh, Dak Prescott uh, on on the sidelines. Uh, they're they're not going to throw him for uh, for a few days. Uh, and, and really, the Cowboys downplaying this. Should they be downplaying this? Uh, I mean, just your overall thoughts there. Yeah, I think you know I've, I've thought a lot over the last week or so since um, since this first flared up about what Dak Prescott said at his press conference when he got his big time contract from the Cowboys. He mentioned how, you know, obviously the play that Dak was hurt on was him scrambling and trying to pick up a first down, something that not a lot of quarterbacks do. And he mentioned how he realized, you know, at the time that, you know, the organization was making a huge financial commitment to him. And so they didn't, you know, he, he had to be aware of that. He had to be cognizant of that because Dak Prescott missing time hurts the overall cause, which is the Cowboys winning games. And so I think that this is Dak just, you know, there's no need to push yourself certainly in late July or early August. And, you know, he mentioned he, he felt something that wasn't right. He didn't want to make a small problem a big thing. And so I, I think he's he's kind of, you know, leaning or erring on the side of caution, at least right now, um, you know, because the circumstances aren't important. If it was, you know, week eight and the Cowboys are getting ready to play the Kansas City Chiefs or something like that, obviously things are a little bit different. But, but right now they have, you know, the luxury of time, the luxury of preparation. And so it seems like they're just trying to, you know, be very, very, very smart about everything involved. RJ, you've covered this team for a long time. Are you comfortable – with the other guys that they got behind Dak Prescott? In no universe. I mean, am I, am I comfortable? Um, and, and, you know, I, I mean, and I, I say that as a fighting Texas Aggie who, um, who Garrett Gilbert, you know, gave me one of the greatest memories of my lifetime, at least uh, when, when he was in college before he had to up and leave. Um, and so, I mean, you would think that the Cowboys would have learned from this. And I think that, you know, that's something that is not new. You know, after Tony Romo missed you know, 12 games in the 2015 season, the Cowboys didn't really respond, you know, the following offseason. And they had, you know, at that time a really, I don't say injury-prone quarterback, but but a little bit more fragile one in, in an older Tony Romo than Dak Prescott is right now. The Cowboys went into that 2016 season with Kellen Moore as the primary backup for Dak Prescott and a fourth-round rookie named Dak Prescott. And so – um, you know, things worked out, thankfully. They got really lucky there, obviously, that Dak Prescott ended up being amazing. But you would have thought that after this past season that the Cowboys would have said, our methodology here isn't working. And, you know, if, the truth is if Dak Prescott were to go down and miss 10 games, 8 games, whatever, I mean, this team isn't, isn't accomplishing what they want to accomplish anyway. But life in the NFL is a war of attrition. And so you might need a backup quarterback to, to play three games, to play a game, to play two games. And, you know, if, if you don't have a qualified player there and you miss the playoffs by a game or two games or three games, I mean, it's it's due to your own lack of preparation. The Cowboys, to their credit, you know, spent a lot of resources on fixing the defense. But this was such a glaring problem that it's, it's really befuddling that they didn't choose to answer it. And, um, you know, hopefully they don't have to pay any sort of price for that. RJ, staying with that subject for just a second, is there anybody out there that you look at and go, well, why don't they just try to go and get that guy? You know, I think for me, the the biggest question or, or the biggest point of concern when it comes to their backup quarterbacks now and Garrett Gilbert, Cooper Rush, and Ben DiNucci is, is their lack of experience. And to be clear, nobody is ever going to have a backup quarterback that they are pumped about. Nobody's that just that doesn't exist in the NFL. There there aren't even 32 quarterbacks who pump up teams, um, you know, just as starters. And mm-hmm. so. I think that, you know, your backup position is about hedging your bet and it's about maximizing odds. It's about casting as wide of a net as possible. And to do that, I think a a strong way to do that is to get somebody that has experience. And so, 
You know, Blake Bortles is out there. And, I, like, people laugh when you say things like that. But Blake Bortles has started a lot of NFL games in his career. Andy Dalton, you know, a- Andy Dalton was never a quarterback that was going to be able to start, you know, 10 or 11 games for you and, and take you to a Super Bowl last year. But but had the Cowboys had to have only relied on him for a game or two, I think he would have been what they needed. But, you know, they obviously had a lot of other injuries and issues along the offense that, that didn't exactly give Andy a fair shake. And so – if if you're talking about all other variables are the same and, and equal and, and it's just you got to have one quarterback come in for for one Sunday road game you know against the Carolina Panthers or something like that mm-hmm. I mean that's that's a Blake Bortles game as far as I'm concerned it's more of a Blake Bortles game than it is a Garrett Gilbert or Cooper Rush or Ben DiNucci game and so um, I would love to see anybody who started a significant amount of NFL games you know in their career behind there that's not always available but it is right now in Blake Bortles. Have you seen anybody have a camp like C.D. Lamb apparently is having right now? I've only seen one player, and it's Des Bryant. Um, you know, somebody who's just that dynamic, that special, and, and somebody who, when they do things like that, that energy is just apparent and, and sort of trans, you know, tr- transitions itself towards everybody else. And, and C.D. is infectious in that way. And so it's been a while, and some of that is that it's been a while, obviously, since the Cowboys have practiced at Auctionar, and it's been a while since things have felt normal. I mean, there's a lot of continuity on this team. It's, it's a team that, you know, Micah Parsons is new, yes, but, you know, there's a lot of veteran players. That offense is returning every player they intended to start last season. And so, I mean, there was room for another elder statesman, and it seems like CeeDee Lamb's taken that and taken it for himself. I know it's a small sample size, but what should Cowboy fans expect this defense to look like under Dan Quinn? You know, I think so often we look at defenses, and, and we, I'm sure we've all said the sentence, you know, all this defense has to do is be average to be, you know, enough for what the team needs. And I, I certainly think they'll be that. I think that they'll be more disciplined. I think they'll be more prone to getting turnovers. I think they'll be more aggressive in situations that make sense to be. Um, but but that, that discipline sense, I think, goes a long way. This is a team and a defense that was really sloppy and really unorganized last year. And I think a lot of that's been cleaned up, not just by bringing in new players and drafting players like Micah Parsons, but in coaching style. I mean, the the thing that I've really you know been so impressed with Dan Quinn and and some of this is that, you know, Mike Nolan's only experience as the Cowboys defensive coordinator was in the era of social distancing. But Dan Quinn is such a teacher. That, that's the word that, that I just kind of keep thinking of when it comes to him. He's such a teacher wanting to teach different phases of defense, different things. And so I think that that, that will show itself up at some point in the season. You know, you have to practice different things, and Dan Quinn's making sure that happens. And that's a really exciting thing. You, we, we we're talking defense. Malik Hooker, what, what do you see from Malik? I think he just raises the floor for, for the, the safety group as a whole. I mean, if there's a weak part, well, there is a weak part, but I mean, the weakest part of the Cowboys defense is undeniably their secondary. And and a lot of that is, you know, the heavy part of their resources were spent at linebacker. Yes, they did draft Kelvin Joseph and Deshaun Ryden, and Israel Mukwamu, but, you know, it's so hard to, you know, to really depend on those players being great in their first season with the Cowboys. And so, I think Malik Hooker gives you, I don't want to say an adult in the room, but, but somebody who's been there, who's done that, and not just obviously at the NFL, but obviously one of the greater college safeties you've seen in some time. And so I think he stabilizes that group. And, you know, it's it doesn't take much to, to bring somebody in to stabilize the safety position on the Cowboys, but he he elevates their floor and, and he gives them more to work with, which is really right now, right now it's about, it's not even about quality or quantity. It's just about getting players that, aren't a disaster for the Cowboys in that particular position. Last year, the uh, Cowboys signed uh, Maurice 
Kennedy, uh, and he sat out last year because of COVID. He had that option, and he took the option to set out. Uh, from what I've read, he's been really impressive so far in camp. Yeah, that's probably been – I think it's hard to grade the biggest surprise. I mean, because there are certain things that are surprises in different ways, but you could certainly make an argument that Maurice Kennedy's up there, especially because he did opt out. Um, and, and, I mean, he's really, I think, challenging. I think when you when you try to figure out how many corners and which corners this team's going to carry on their roster when they, they ultimately set their 53, you know, I know personally I I was already kind of scratching Maurice Kennedy off. I don't know of another player in the NFL at the moment that, that opted out last year and is really kind of turning heads. Now, you know, to be fair, the, the context is important that it's it's not difficult to really stand out amongst Cowboys defensive backs, but but he looks really strong. He, he had a really small sample size in 2019 before the Cowboys signed him, but he was somebody who pro football focus thought rather highly of in terms of his overall defensive grade for that season. And Mike McCarthy, you know, says that he's big on analytics and things like that. And so it's nice to see those results translating. RJ Achoa blogging the boys with us here on ESPN Central Texas. And RJ, starting on Thursday night, what are some position battles you've got your eye on for the Cowboys? Well, we talked about backup quarterback. Uh, I don't know that Garrett Gilbert plays a ton, but it will be really interesting to watch Ben DiNucci just because he's never really had a fair opportunity. So, I mean, the guy you know, had to start last season, but seeing him in the preseason will be a lot of fun. I think watching how these backup offensive linemen work, which players are going to play well at guard. Brandon Knight's gotten some work at guard. I, I'm really excited and interested to see how that's going to shake itself out. I want to see how these, you know, down the roster edge rushers do. I mean, we talked a lot at Blog on the Boys last year about Bradley and I, the team's fifth-round pick last year, and, and how they should continually play him, and they never did. And he's been a name that hasn't popped this year in training camp that we kind of thought would. And so maybe he's not the player that a lot of, you know, a lot of people, you know, for what it's worth, Daniel Jeremiah had him graded as the best value any team drafted last year. And so maybe that just isn't going to take in the NFL. What's Dorrance Armstrong look like? What is – Chauncey Golston, one of the team's third-round picks this year, look like. What do the team's, you know, young defensive backs look like this year? There's a lot of a lot of people, a lot of players down the roster at defensive back overall at both corner and safety. So really, it's you know, people are going to freak out because that's what happens these days. But watching everybody on defense is going to be a really instructional process. RJ, this may not be fair, but who cares? I'm asking it anyway. Uh, <laughs> when you when you look at this football team, when you look at this roster, when you look at this coaching staff and where they are. What should Cowboy fans expect? What should be the minimal expectation for this football team in 2021? I think that's a fair question. So good for you asking it. Um, I think, you know, I, I think we, I go back and forth on this because I think that, you know, things change. And last year was obviously broken in, in a lot of different ways for the Cowboys. But um, I, I think that it's fair to expect an NFC's title, like at the very least. I mean, this division is so bad. Um, and, and it, you know, didn't really improve in, in any marketable way that, that is worth, you know, being fearful of if you're a Cowboys fan. And I think, you know, it's fair to expect the Cowboys to challenge for an NFC title. I mean, the, the reason Mike McCarthy was hired over, um, although, you know, the Cowboys did interview Marvin Lewis, but, the, you know, the Cowboys didn't go down the Lincoln-Riley route. They didn't go down the Matt Rule route. They, they didn't go down any path towards, you know, a, a young up-and-comer that was kind of going to, you know, start – start from scratch so to speak the reason they chose Mike McCarthy was because they were they were that piece away and I think it's fair to say you know what last year you had a lot of a lot of issues with COVID Dak got hurt your offensive line got hurt Leighton Vanderish got hurt blah 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 there are a lot of fair excuses to talk about last season but those things are all gone now you've had a, a year to to get right to get ready to prepare 
you know, Mike McCarthy did sit out all of the 2019 season and literally planned how he was going to handle, you know, his return to the NFL. And that plan got thrown out the door the moment COVID struck, which was obviously very early in last offseason in the NFL. And so he's had enough time to get his bearings to figure things out. And so I think it's fair to expect them to challenge. Some people might say it's fair to expect them to, to make it a Super Bowl, to win a Super Bowl. I think that's a little bit too lofty, but they, they have on paper one of the best offenses in the NFL in a day and age where the game is built and structured for offensive success. So if they can't ride that wave to a legitimate degree, then there's a bigger problem. Hey, RJ, uh, what, are you, uh, what are you working on for blogging the boys right now? We're really excited. Obviously, uh, the Cowboys play this week. It's a game week, which is, is always fun. It's preseason, but it's a good time for us to practice, too. Uh, we're really up in our YouTube coverage this year and this season. Uh, we have a live stream coming out tomorrow where we'll talk about practice after it's over. We're going to do live streams after every episode of Hard Knocks, kind of gather together if anybody wants to have a nightcap that's up to them and talk about what we saw. Uh, we'll have a post-game show as soon as the preseason game is over. We've got articles coming out all the time, podcasts coming out all the time. This is the best time of year, so it's really exciting uh, for football to be here, to be talking to you guys, and uh, hopefully for uh, you know the fall foods to start to show up on menus around. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Hey, RJ, thanks so much. Have a great day, and we appreciate your time today. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good week. See you later. That's RJ Ochoa. Blogging the boys, and he's in tune. Ward, there's no question about it. He's got uh, he's got his thumb on it, so that is good stuff. <laughs> but what a great line, huh? Yeah, I like it. I like it. All right. It, uh, speaking of food, we're going to talk a little bit about food. And I'm telling you, if you ever want to talk about the Cowboys, you want to talk about the Big Twelve, you want to talk some high school football, and you want to eat a great burger, ha. Ah. One place, one place only. It's Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers, 1810 Herring. All you do is go in there and say, hey, where's David? I need to know, fill in the blank. I need to know about the Cowboys. I need to know about the Longhorns, the Aggies, the Bears, SMU, whatever. Just fill in the blank. And if he doesn't know it, he'll make it up. And I've seen him do it too many times. (laughs) It's 1810 Herring for Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers, the best burgers in Waco. They're cooked on a flat-top grill. And, uh, man, as soon as you place your order, somebody will holler down the line, hey, I need two down, and then, boy, that's when they go to work on it. Uh, it, it, But not before. They don't have burgers just sitting in a corner under a heating lamp waiting for somebody to order them. That's not how they work. So it may take a minute. And, you know, who cares? It's fresh. The vegetables are fresh, whether it's the lettuce, the tomatoes, the onions, maybe even grilled onions, whatever the case. Jalapenos, you want them? They've got them for you all right there. Yeah, I said bacon. I certainly, well, at least I thought bacon, but uh, you can have bacon on your burger as well. Chicken fried steak sandwiches, chicken uh, grilled chicken sandwiches, Philly cheesesteak sandwiches. They do catering like you would not believe it is. And and they don't, when they cater, they can cater anything. It doesn't have to be a burger, but I'm sitting there thinking, why wouldn't you want a burger Uh, when it's the very best burger in all of the heart of Texas? We're talking about double R old-fashioned hamburgers. If you want to talk about catering or maybe you want to call in an order to go and uh, you want to go through their drive-thru, you can certainly do that. It's 753-1603. Now, if you're calling for catering, ask for Perry or for David. uh, They'll get you fixed up. But uh, if you're calling for a burger, 753-1603 for that drive-thru phone number. It is double R old-fashioned hamburgers. Tune in to John Morris's Big 12 football previews here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Presented by State Farm agents Bob Anderson, Bart Romig, and Mike McKenzie. George's Restaurant and Catering and Bruner Motors in Stephenville. 
John Morris's Big 12 football previews. Weekdays here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based upon what it takes to help your company win. That's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflow and allowing you to better communicate within your organization and with your customers. Make your championship decision today with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com or call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Phoenix Suns' Chris Paul has formally declined the 44 million player option on his contract for next season and becomes an unrestricted free agent. Olympic medal count, USA leads with 64, China has 62, and the ROC has 48. Track and field continues today with the finals in the women's long jump and the men's 400 meter hurdles. Demarcus Lawrence and Amari Cooper remain on the puff list. Along with Dak Prescott, those two may not even make the trip to Ohio for the Hall of Fame game with Pittsburgh this Thursday. Astros lose their series to the Giants over the weekend. They have the day off before starting a series in L.A. with the Dodgers tomorrow night. Rangers lose their series to the Mariners 2-1. Rangers start a series with the Angels at home tonight, 7:05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And our 4 o'clock hour brought to you in part by Good Feed in the Central Texas Marketplace. I I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, there's a lot of conversation going on right now in training camps, now that everybody's in camp, about COVID-19, the vaccine. Should they take it? Should they not take it? And, And, you know, there's a lot of moving parts. And bottom line is, you know, everybody has a choice. But what would you say if each individual team said you're not going to play if you don't have it? That might change some minds in a hurry because that, that involves a lot of money. Oh, it, it absolutely does. And, and some of these coaches were talking with their teams about, hey, what happens if even if you go into, say, a, uh, a, a quarantine situation, mm-hmm. you still miss a game. If you miss a game, you miss a game check. And 
That because and then you know what if you miss the playoff yeah. by one game? Well, what if in, in, in that if, in that paycheck? What if your team member cost you mm-hmm. a game check? Yeah, I mean it's it that could that could divide a locker room in a hurry. They were they were go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, in the new rules, if there's a COVID outbreak caused by unvaccinated players, you could forfeit a game. Right, but both teams would miss out on the paycheck too. Yeah, because that's what I'm saying. Because that's when the locker room starts getting divided. I would think. Well, yeah, but I'm you know if if the Cowboys cause the Cardinals to miss a game check. What do you think those Cardinals are thinking, right? You know, so it, it's a mess. Mm-hmm. It, uh, we Re, Coach Rivera of Washington talked a little bit about the COVID-19 vaccine. I mentioned it to our guys. I said, you know, here's the what-if scenario. What if this had been game day Sunday for the opener? Uh, and even though it's only contact tracing for some of them, that's five days. So if this is the opener, imagine this. Opening against San Diego, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, playing Thursday night against the Giants. Those guys would not be eligible. So to me, it brings the reality of, of, of what the rules are, and, and I hope it helps. Um, but again, you know, these young men have to make you know, their decisions. He, he went on. Someone asked him, and he didn't bring it up, but someone did ask him about his personal situation with his immune deficiency. You've mentioned to us the, that you're immune, obviously immune deficient and all of that. Have you kind of appealed to players in that sense of, I know you have a personal choice, but for lack of a better term, do it for me. Has, has that part been part of any of your message to players? Well, I think just you know making the statement that I'm immune deficient hopefully is, is part of their conversation, part of their thought process. But, you know, again, it is personal decision, and you know, we, we just hope that, you know, again, you know, we can get more guys vaccinated. That is uh, Coach Rivera talking about uh, the vaccination, and he's obviously for the vaccine. And, you know, then there's 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 players on the other side more that flat. Mm-hmm. I mean, do I mean, do not want it and, yeah. and don't want any part of it. They, you know, it, they don't feel like they have enough information or whatever the case may be. Now, Coach Zimmer, Mike Zimmer, the former Cowboy defensive coordinator who's now the head coach at Minnesota, he was asked about it. He said, yeah, he's, he's a little upset that his team didn't get it. And he's also, he said he's upset that nobody, you know, if you haven't gotten it in any walk of life, he's upset. Quite honestly, going through everything that we went through last year, it's, I'm not surprised one bit. Um, I am disappointed that uh, this happened. I'm frustrated with not just my football players that won't get vac- vaccinated. I'm frustrated with any, everybody. So um, we'll just do the best we can, and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's disappointing. Again, I'll ask you, mm-hmm. I, I realize that it's a, it's a personal decision, but what if, what if ownership of – these individual teams said, hey, you can't come to practice and you can't play unless you're vaccinated. Does that change maybe not their mind on, on what they think of the vaccine, but does it change their their mind on if they're going to get the vaccine? And again, I know I'm asking you to speculate here and yeah, look into yeah. a crystal ball, but I think for some it would. Maybe, yeah. It depends on how how deep those issues go for them. I mean, if they're steadfast against it, then, then they, they, they'll leave the team. You know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, that, like you said, that's speculation. But if I'm sure there, there's a handful, maybe a few more, that, that would probably say, okay, well, I'm not playing then. That may feel that strongly about it. 
but I think that there are some out there that may not feel that strong about it or just not doing it because they don't feel like that that's something that they want to do right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe not enough information out there or whatever that case may be that you start looking at, ooh, I'm not going to get paid at all if if I'm not able to play. Okay, I better go ahead and get it. I mean, I think it'll change some minds, but I don't think it'll change all of them, no. Players really had an option last year whether to, to play or not to play. Mm-hmm. I don't see that as as a viable option this year. No, they won't get paid if they don't play. That's exactly right. I mean, they're, I mean, they're already talking about forfeiting games and no game checks. So if you're going to say, I'm going to sit out, you can go ahead and just pay me my money, I'm going to sit out. The team's going to look at them like a cow looking at a new gate. They ain't going to do it. No, and again, for those who don't understand how the NFL works – if if you make a million dollars a year, that million dollars is divided up between all of the regular season games. And that's how many game checks you get. Mm-hmm. So what is it now? 17 regular season mm-hmm. games? So you make a million bucks a year, it's 17 paychecks over the course of the year. You're not getting paid for preseason games. You're not getting paid for being in camp uh, and all that kind of stuff. It is 17 game checks over the course of 17 regular season games. That's how it's how it's been so uh that's why some players did not like to participate in preseason games uh we're playing but we're not getting paid now they're adding a game to the deal and, and taking a, a a game back and all they're doing is dividing it now instead of dividing it by 16 they're dividing it by 17 so anyway uh, it, it was i was just I, I was listening to that this morning and I thought, you know, that is interesting how these coaches, you know, the approach these coaches are taking. And, and Mike Zimmer, he's just flat out mad about it. Well, didn't they fire a coach in Minnesota for not having the vaccine? And, I, you know, and that's the one thing they can do. Uh, they, can, they can tell the staff, you are going to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. The, the, you know, through, through, I guess, through the uh, uh, Players Association, that they can't require it I, I don't get I mean I don't know I mean it, it's it's interesting but and most of the players have been vaccinated I mean mm-hmm. in most cases at least 80 percent of the of the roster has been vaccinated and in a lot of cases it's 90 95 but it doesn't take but one or two mm-hmm. I mean so we'll see how it goes but the Cowboys do open on Thursday night and you can hear it right here on ESPN Central Texas six o'clock for the pregame and the kick a little after seven o'clock it's the Hall of Fame game the Cowboys and the Pittsburgh Steelers and now the Hall of Fame game is on Thursday used to be on the day of the Hall of Fame ceremonies but now it's on a Thursday. And I don't know if you've noticed this, and, we, and we're uh, up against the clock here, but every Cowboy preseason game at a day. So the first one is on Thursday. The second one will be the following Friday. The third one will be the following Saturday. And then the last one will be the following Sunday. So they're all eight days apart. So I don't know if that was planned, scheduled. I mean, Works it's certainly well scheduled, but yeah, that's the way it falls. But at a day, and we, you play a game. So there you go. All right, it is the 448. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Elliott picks that up. Only heard here. Deep ball by Prescott. Man all along at the goal line. CD Lamb. All season. 43 yards. A touchdown and a touchdown name. Thursday.
Thursday night, it's your Cowboys and the Pittsburgh Steelers live from Canton, Ohio on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Steelers Thursday night at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. I need a partner I can count on. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Hey, it's Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. Exceptional experience, extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry, trial lawyers with over 100 years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry now has an office in Waco managed by local attorney Craig Cherry. Craig is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. If you need a lawyer that has exceptional experience and provides extraordinary results for clients, call them in Waco, 254-651-3690. Again, that's 254-651-3690. You can also visit the website and learn more about the firm at www.swclaw.com. Time now for the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. All right, the Rangers do win it. Ward, they may not lose another one. They may <laughs> not. No, hang on now. They, I mean, you got to have a little faith. They may not lose another one. How much you got in your pocket? No, I have another one. You have three dollars you're gonna lose it tonight <laughs> so yeah so you're saying they lose tonight mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they won the series over the seattle fighting mariners no, wait a minute they lost the series two to one they won the last game no they didn't they won but they won. they walked it off saturday night and they walked it off yesterday oh okay the same guy the same guy jonah heim and you were lucky enough to see this oh wait no 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 we weren't but uh you know they were down three to one in the ninth inning when uh, Abanez came to the plate, and and here's the pitch. That one is it deep to left. And here's the pitch. That one is it deep to left. It's hooking in the corner. That ball is history. The game is tied. Andy Abanez with a line drive two-run homer, and it's a new ball game. Three-three in the bottom of the ninth. Not for long, my friends. Here comes Jonah Heim. 
Swanson at the belts. He comes home 2 2. And there's a swing and there's a high fly ball deep right field. Going back is Bowers at the wall. That ball is history. Jonah Heim has done it again. A walk off home run for the second day in a row. And the Rangers have won it 4 to 3. A powder blue mob is waiting for Jonah Heim at home plate, and here he is as the Rangers walk it off. Heim, the designated hitter today, wins it for the Rangers as they go back to back in the bottom of the ninth with home runs by Ibanez and Heim. Jonah Heim hit a walk-off home run in extra innings on Saturday night, then he does it in the bottom of the ninth last uh, yesterday afternoon and the rangers the rangers have won two out of three against the fighting seattles and there you go now how about this one here's our stat of the day uh brought to you by uh kaleo wealth management joe kaleo and staff jonah heim is the first player with walk-off homers in back-to-back games since Albert Pujols did it in June of 2011. No matter whatever happens, the rest of Jonah Himes' baseball <laughs> career, he'll be able to say, guess what me and Albert Pujols have in common? And how about that? Well, and that's one of those records that's going to be almost impossible to break because how many, I mean, hitting three walk-off home runs in three straight games? It could happen. It's baseball. But you never know. Here's another interesting little note. He's also, Heim is also the first player in franchise history, whether it's the Rangers or the Senators, uh, to uh, to do that. Uh, and the first Major League Baseball rookie ever to accomplish it. So no rookie has ever hit back-to-back walk-off homers until yesterday. And I was sitting on I-20. <laughs> headed to Fort Worth. <laughs> <laughs> that is your Ranger roundup, and uh, the Rangers are back in action tonight. They got the uh, the Angels, I guess, tonight uh, at the up at the ballpark six thirty for the pregame, and we'll have the first pitch just after seven o'clock. As the Rangers get ready to make a run, it would be it's going to be a historic run all the way to the playoffs, Ward, all the way to the playoffs. Hmm. Okay, you're not buying. I'm not buying. Sorry. All those moves that they made, they're now in great shape. Yeah. Great shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Round you. Rock. <laughs> Speaking of Round Rock, I'm glad you mentioned that. Nice segue. Uh, we will talk to the voice of the Round Rock Express. Mike Caps will do that coming up in our next half hour. I want to kind of get up to date on what uh, that roster now looks like and and uh, what's going on between uh, Frisco and Round Rock and the Rangers and the, the big club and Nobody better to talk about that than the voice of the Round Rock Express, Mike Caps. Cappy does a, a tremendous job down there. All right, and then uh, coming up at the top of the hour at 5 this afternoon here in just a few minutes, we're going to visit with Chad Conan. High school football. What I don't know, I mean, I, I thought you'd be bouncing off the walls today. Today is like, today's like. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Thanksgiving. It's 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 whatever. It, it is, it's the start of the high school football season mm-hmm. as Two-a-days get going today, and we'll talk to Chad Conan of the Waco Trib about that coming up in just a couple of minutes right here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. 
We welcome in now Will London from Waco High from Baylor University and a U.S. Olympian, John Morris, along with Jerry Hill. And, Jerry, we're in the uh, presence of greatness here with an Olympian in Will London. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep first Olympian ever from Waco. I know you've talked about that a little bit, but how big a deal is that for you being the first from your hometown to ever make it to the Olympics? Uh, I didn't even know I was the first one until, like, people said it. But I guess it's just from, you know, being around at Baylor for so long, and I've seen Jeremy, Michael Johnson, those people. So I guess when they've been around so long, you kind of forget that they're not exactly from Waco. <laughs> but uh, it's exciting to know that I'm the first Olympian from Waco. You know, I, it was a great feeling, and I'm glad I get to uh, experience it and the people around me can too. Listen to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. For over 15 years, Wings Pizza and Things in Temple has been your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include two for $28 meal deals or their family feast. And you can top your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsintemple.com for their menu. The thing about having a naked truck is that you get exposed for the equipment you don't have. Take, for example, your rear end. If you don't have anything back there, you're exposed about what you don't have, and that's a life. However, if you cover that rear end with a hitch, you're telling the world, hey, I got a little junk in my uh, bed, and I'm ready to pull something. A camper, RV, boat, trailer, jet skis, heck, even a bike rack. A hitch says... I have a life beyond driving my truck to and from work. And Pickup Outfitters is the place to get a hitch for your truck, SUV, van, even some cars. We sell and install just about any kind of hitch you need. Receiver hitches from light to heavyweight to pull just about anything. And gooseneck hitches and fifth wheels when you're ready to pull the heavy stuff. And don't forget trailer and brake controller wiring. It's so important to have wiring professionally and correctly installed by the pros at Pickup Outfitters. So it's time to cover that gaping hole in the rear end of your truck with a hitch. Installed by Pickup Outfitters. Check us out online at createacommotion.com. Texas consumers are shopping again. Is your business ready? Eminem Broadcaster's unique mix of music and sports genres reach thousands of listeners in Central Texas, including your potential customers. Market your business today and see your business grow. Call Eminem Broadcasters today at 254-772-0930. 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. Or email to info at mmbwaco.com. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, straight up and down, 5 o'clock, wrapping up a workday Monday. Tom Ward and Aaron taking you home here on this uh, Monday afternoon. Our 5 o'clock hour is brought to you by Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service techs. All openings start at $17 an hour or more, and you can apply for these jobs at 7601 Imperial Drive. We're going back to the phone lines, and we say hello to uh, Chad Conine of the Waco Tribune Herald. Chad, is there a better day on the calendar? than today talking with chad conine of the waco tribune herald hey chad what what a, a very special day today for all of us here as we begin high school football yeah absolutely tom how you doing today doing good buddy appreciate you being with good. us 
Yeah, you know, uh, first day of practice, and um, uh, I think it, it's just a more normal first day of practice now. I think all the coaches, you know, showed a lot of versatility a year ago in, in doing all the things that the UIL asked them to do to get them ready for that COVID, you know, protocol season, and, and, and that was a big part of what everybody did last year. This year it's, you know, I, I think they're probably – keeping some of those in place but they're not a requirement and the focus is more on football maybe than it was a year ago so let's let's focus on football uh we've got several teams in central texas that have opportunities if things go correctly and they stay healthy and all the things that we know they got to do we've got several teams that that really have a chance to make deep runs again this year well yeah i mean that starts with mart the mart panthers um you know they were within a couple of plays of winning, you know, a fourth straight state championship last year, and uh, it, it took it took one of the more impressive Hoosier-like games I've ever seen played by Winthors to beat them in that state championship game. But you know, March got—I don't want to say all the pieces back because they got to have you know have a new quarterback, and they um, you know they got to replace a couple of key pieces. But they got a lot of great players back. Keyshawn Clater is among. He may be the fastest guy I've ever seen in a football uniform at, at the high school level. Really? That, that's, I mean, that, 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 that's saying something, Chad. What's that? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pound for pound, classification, classification to classification, though. I mean, if that guy gets the corner, forget about it. Is there a team out there? We, we know who the good teams in Central Texas are and who we expect to be good, Chad. But there is there a team that you're looking at that – should be much improved than what they've been and maybe be a dark horse coming into this season? Well, you know, that, that's kind of a that's kind of a tough call on day one of practice to make. I gotta do some interviews and find out who's who showed up at what practices, you know. <laughs> but uh as the Grosbeck Goats have started to um kind of uh turn a corner. You know, Grosbeck uh when Coach Bomar took over there they were like get Mark the heck off our schedule because we can't – I mean, that's that's no good for us. And now they look like a team that, you know, might be around for a couple of three rounds in the playoffs and, and, and take a shot at winning their district. Now, and then I think, uh, you know, West um, might be flying a little bit under the radar right now. They've got some really uh, key playmakers back, so they could be really good. Chad, we, we, you mentioned uh, some of these guys flying under the radar. It's going to be, to me, and, and I realize we're early, but it's going to be interesting to see as we get to our scrimmages and as we get into our non-district how a lot of these teams with new coaches and coaching staffs, how they respond to, to what's going on in high school football and, and just seeing where they are. Yeah. Uh, you know, Coach Garrick and Connolly hit the field today, and, of course, Coach Garrick has taken over for – Coach Anderson, who went over to Midway and and Midway, Waco Highland University, all had new coaches. And so, you know, oddly enough, Connolly, who lost their coach and lost the program builder and Coach Anderson, probably has, uh, you know, the best shot at at having, uh, you know, a really good season of all, all those four teams I just mentioned. Now, uh, you know, they lost a real leader and a real heart of the program in KB Gaither, who was a senior last year. Um, so... You know, uh, but that's a situation where a new coach steps in and kind of keeps things rolling. Now, the other spots where there's new coaches, and there's a bunch of them, I think there's like at least a dozen. So um, kind of all over the map, Riker's got a new coach. Bruce Folletti and, uh, and Troy have new coaches. So. 
Yeah, and, and you know, all of our big schools, uh, you mentioned uh, Midway, uh, Waco High and University. So all of our, our 586As of, of uh, the greater Waco Central Texas area will have, uh, will have new, new staffs and new guys leading. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, uh, you know, um, Coach Anderson did a fantastic job at Connolly, and, and we know him the best of the three. Uh, Coach Elton, Coach Laster at, at uh, Waco High and University, came from out of the area, but but we know uh, Coach Anderson the best, and, and Midway has been a strong program. So that should be a com- good combination. I noticed on their team T-shirts that we will win uh, slogan is back, and that was uh, that was the thing that Coach Gamble uh, instituted there, and, and Coach, Coach Anderson being one of his, his assistants, uh, you know, I, he, I think he felt like that was something they needed to, to have attitude-wise, and, and they brought that back. Chad, have you noticed any difference over the last few years? Obviously, we we used to truly have two-a-days where you would have a practice in the morning and then you'd have a practice in the evening. That, that, that's not really how they do things anymore. I mean, it's it's more of a practice, maybe a quick break, and then another practice so these kids can get home or go to, go to work or whatever the case may be during the summertime. Have you noticed a difference in quality of play with, with the change in, in how – early season practices are conducted uh maybe it would be it would be real hard to to peg anything to that i tell you one program that does it does it the old school way and you won't be surprised when i say what it is but crawford still doing two a days and crawford was still around the state semifinals last year so you know there's some evidence that uh the old ways aren't to be parted with quite yet um but uh you know i think um you know, film watching and all those things, you know, technology has dictated that those things probably can be done easier and it makes more sense to have one long session. You know, you don't have a projector to set up or any, anything before you do the second, you know, the second practice. I, I don't know if I don't know if I'm reading too much into that or whatever, but um, I, probably for the kids, the one practice a day thing is better. I mean, you know, you have to go for two or three hours, but then you get, you know, the whole day to recuperate and maybe what we know about hydration and, and, and muscle recovery and things like that is advanced to the, the point where they think that's the best way to do it. All right, Chad, when do the uh, previews start uh, start uh, rolling out in the, in the paper? Well, uh, you kind of gave us a free segue into one of them. Our leadoff story is, is coming at you August 15th, and that'll be uh, the new era at Waco High University in Midway with the new coaches there and kind of featuring featuring those programs as they get life started with the new head man. Um, like I said, that's August 15th, and then we'll have 12 straight days of it re- leading right up to the first games of the season. Look forward to it, buddy. I appreciate your time and look forward to having you on throughout the football season talking high school football with us. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks, Tom. Talk to you soon. That is Chad Conan of the Waco Tribune Herald. He had an article. I don't know if it was today or yesterday. I can't remember. But, uh, you know, with all the conversation award with the uh, the Big 12 and all of those type things, he said, you know what, just give me high school football and leave me alone. And <laughs> sometimes I wonder if that's not the best route. All right. It is uh, 5.08, eight minutes after 5. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And uh, we're brought to you by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend, 
in the car business at 201 West Loop 340. Alan Samuels, DCJ.com, your friend in the car business. Don't forget about Ram Spotlight Days. Rams is, Ram is the three-peat Motor Trend Truck of the Year, and the Ram trucks are the top safety pick for trucks in 2021. And, of course, Jeep Freedom Day is going on at uh, Allen Samuels as well, where you can see the most decorated SUVs available. We're talking about Jeep. Jeep is built tough as nails and able to stand up to any challenge, off-road trails or city roads or your uh, next great adventure. They're all available. And you can check them out online, by the way, at alansamuelsdcj.com. That's alansamuelsdcj.com. Alan Samuels, your friend in the car business. An Austin Powers reference, the story after this. Whether you're getting ready to purchase a home, setting up a college fund for your kids, or preparing for retirement, you're working hard to live a life you love. And you deserve peace of mind knowing your home, loved ones, and future are protected. At SWBC, we can help you assess your personal situation and create a customized solution to make sure you're prepared for whatever life throws your way. Visit SWBC.com to learn about your mortgage, insurance, and wealth management options today. That's SWBC.com. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. There's a new wrinkle at Cowboys Camp this year. A few times each practice, the Sunday night football theme song plays, and a booming voice says it's time for a mojo moment. It's a way for head coach Mike McCarthy to work on situational football and create some momentum. The momentum is such a big part of the game of football. Adversity plays, situation, you know, the up, ups and downs. So that's all by design. I, I felt it was an area we really needed to improve on. Another fancy way to say the same thing over and over again. And, you know, and I think anytime you got a chance to, you know, use an Austin Pyres film clip, you should take advantage of it. So, yeah, baby. Today's the players' day off as coaches prep for Thursday's preseason opener against the Steelers at the Hall of Fame game. With the Cowboys in Oxnard, I'm Christy Scales. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. We'll see scattered showers and a few isolated storms through the early evening hours, then partly cloudy later on tonight with a low around 71. A mix of sun and clouds tomorrow with a passing shower possible and a high of 91. And on Wednesday, partly cloudy skies with a high of 93. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on the John Moore Show. And we said uh, spreading that culture of joy now onto the next level. Isn't that great to see? Oh, it is great and, uh, to hear their interviews and just how they conducted themselves. And like your four guys, no matter who you talk to, they love one another. Uh, uh, high character. Be Kylie at Baylor University. So as a coach, uh, you're just really proud when you hear people brag about your former players. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. 
Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Your body needs essential nutrients to keep you healthy and feeling good. While these nutrients are found in the food we eat, most adults don't get everything they need through diet alone. That's where Cooper Complete comes in. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and take the vitamin needs assessment. When you do, you'll not only find the right supplements for you, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. That's coopervitaminquiz.com for 10% off Cooper Complete supplements and the knowledge you need to fill the nutrient gaps left by your diet. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Richard Carr GMC Buick Cadillac. Phoenix Suns Chris Paul has formally declined the 44 million player option on his contract for next season and becomes an unrestricted free agent. Olympic medal count USA leads with 64, China has 62, and the ROC has 48. Track and field continues today with the finals in the women's long jump and the men's 400 meter hurdles. Demarcus Lawrence and Amari Cooper remain on the puff list along with Dak Prescott Scott, those two may not even make the trip to Ohio for the Hall of Fame game with Pittsburgh this Thursday. Astros lose their series to the Giants over the weekend. They have the day off before starting a series in L.A. with the Dodgers tomorrow night. Rangers lose their series to the Mariners 2-1. Rangers start a series with the Angels at home tonight, 7:05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 515. We're 15 after 5. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Aaron, we're glad you're with us. Chris Paul turns down $44 million. I know only one other human being who's ever turned down $44 million, and that's Mike Caps, the play-by-play voice of the Round Rockies. Mike, good afternoon. How are you, buddy? You know, I don't talk necessarily to people that are really headed to the funny farm. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you that – where in the world did you come up with that? <laughs> I don't know. I turned down 84 million. Oh, 84. That's <laughs> worth it. Come on, man. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Cappy, it's a Monday night. You're at the ballpark. I'm envy. I got it. Uh, yeah, I'm, and I'm uh, watching them pull the tarp. We've had rain off and on, it seems like, since Noah was a little boy. But uh, we're, we're going to play. We're going to play the Oklahoma City Dodgers. And a whole ton of stuff's going on here. Well, fill us in. What do you got going? Okay, I'm sure you've seen by now that uh, the Dodgers lost D.J. Peters, who's played against us like 25 times this year, uh, lost him to the Rangers on a waiver claim this afternoon. Uh, And that set a whole lot of stuff in motion here. And I'm talking about Peters is going right to the Rangers. Demarcus Evans, option to round rock, the right-hander in the bullpen. David Dahl designated for assignment, meaning he's got to sit for a while and figure out if anybody's going to claim him on waivers or if he'll take an outright assignment to Round Rock, which I doubt he will do. And he was in the lineup yesterday. Yes, and he struggled all year. Now, the other side of this is we've got a sidearm right-hander, lower three-quarters right-hander named Jimmy Herget, who's been in the big leagues with the Reds. Nasty, nasty stuff. And why he hadn't been with the Rangers before now is beyond me. But he's going to the Rangers. So this is, I mean, if you just look at 
the way this is working itself out, it looks like um, the last half of the season for the Rangers is going to be one big major league tryout camp. Mike, I was, uh, in, and I love baseball for for a million reasons, but w- one of them is just sometimes you, you, you run across a really cool story. And I want you to tell the Jarrell Cotton story. 1,405 days between major league appearances, and he was in the Ranger uh, bullpen on Friday night and pitched again yesterday, and he, he, he can throw the snot out of the baseball, quite frankly. Well, now I've been watching him since he was, uh, since right before he went to the Oakland A's out of Nashville when, when they had, when they had the A's and this has been 16, 17, 18, somewhere in there. I've got himself hurt. Had to, uh, it was either Tommy John or shoulder, one or the other and came back. And I'm telling you, this guy is a rock. He's about five eleven, and no fat on two fifteen, And, um, he's an hombre. He's an hombre. I mean, he, he just soon buzzed the tower uh, as look at you. And I'm glad he's up with them. They've needed a guy like that in their bullpen that just says, give me the ball. And you guys at the plate better look out because if you get too close, I'm, I'm taking elbows, knees, toes, whatever it takes to get you out of the way. And, and Look, at the end of the day, if you don't have guys like that in your bullpen, you're not going to do very well at any level in this uh, sweat for pay industry. It just, that, that's just sort of the way it works out. I mean, Tom, you know that. You've got enough Round Rock Express games yourself to know that. Mike, you said that this this is going to be kind of a tryout for a lot of the players going with the Rangers and, and moving around right now and probably going to see a lot of moving and shaking up and down I-35. How many at-bats do you think is fair for these guys if they get up there to get a true evaluation for them at the major league level? We've had this conversation, haven't we? Yes, sir. <laughs> well, here's, 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 I'm going to go on the advice of some older scouts who are no longer with us. That's my cousin, Billy Caps, who signed, uh, gosh, just let's, let's just start. Started with Roger Metzger, ended with Kerry uh, Wood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really used baseball, Red Murph, and a guy named Al Amakia, who not only was a scout, but was a, a, a general manager, an assistant general manager in Major League Baseball for 50 years. Their idea is, unless a young hitter gets somewhere in the 180 to 200 at-bat range on a, consecutive, on a pretty much consecutive basis, you're not going to really be able to tell who this guy is going to be, and he'll identify himself further after the 200 at-bats. But that said, you never see that anymore, ever, ever, ever. They'll go up there, give them 40 at-bats, can't get it done, see you later. It's a, it's a, we'll, get to, we'll go to the next guy. Well, a lot of these guys come back and develop by age 27, 28, 29. And we could look at rosters all over the place where – Houston has guys that are playing and, and, and competing at a big league level where nobody thought they could play with the Texas Rangers did, the Yankees did. It, it is, it, it's a hurry up and what have you done for me late in this, lately industry. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it, it just, I can't tell the Rangers what to do, but, it, but I would take a big deep breath and really take a long look at every one of these kids you think can help you over the next couple of years, because there's some kids down here uh, that can really swing the bat 
and can really, really run. And 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 I'm liking what I'm seeing from these kids. We lead Triple uh, A baseball in stolen bases. We have something close to ninety. Wow. Teams won't get ninety stolen bases in three years, some of them. <laughs> but we're going from first to third. We we can bunt. We we've beaten the shift like a dozen times, hitting the opposite direction or bunting. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, if you have speed, and this is true in any sport, but especially in baseball, and especially at this level, you're going to put a lot of pressure on your on the infield defense, the pitcher, and the catcher, simply because they're having to think about something other than fielding that ground ball, tossing it to second to start a double play, or hitting the cutoff guy or being a relay man in the cutoff. When you when you put speed on those bases, you're just saying, we're going to beat you in any one of a number of ways. And so many teams now we see are so eager just to sit there and wait for the three-run homer. Well, people like to see home runs, but people also, especially people in, in, in the seat that I sit in all over our league, love to see the speed because it shows athleticism. It shows tremendous amount of courage. And, and it really pressures the defense. And when you get the defense pressured, the pitcher gets shaken up at any level, and the whole game changes simply because you can run. Talking with Mike Hamps, the play-by-play voice of the uh, Round Rock Express. Mike, this may be a, a, a silly question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. When, in your job, you get the opportunity to talk to the players. When these new guys arrive in Round Rock, or, or maybe even Frisco for that matter, are they excited to be a part of the Ranger organization? Because you look at the Ranger roster now, and it, and it really is in flux. I mean, there's a lot of moving parts, and, and it really is a, uh, a, a team that's trying to rebuild and, and put, put things together and give people opportunities. Do, do you sense that guys are excited about opportunities at, at Round Rock because they know that there may be an opportunity at the big club? I think that is the, the single biggest motivator. Tom and I, I, you hit you hit a grand slam on that because here here's the deal. Just like you said, that whole roster is fluid, and and there's nobody that that I can see right now that is an absolute will be here forever lock. I, I just maybe you guys do. I I don't see it. I look at the guys that we've sent this year: Spencer Pat, uh, Dennis Santana, Jarrell Cotton, Joe Barlow. Drew Anderson, all these guys had terrific success. Drew Anderson pitched so very well here, and deserve- Drew Anderson should, should be in their rotation. They should not think as, of, of him as a as, as a reliever. He has he has starter stuff. He can throw at ninety seven. Um, he he walks nobody, and he's fearless. And he and 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 he likes to buzz the tower and bust you in on the hands. Not enough pitchers do that now. So, but all that to say, I'm coming. I'm coming around the bar to say, uh, the whole thing is is motivational for everybody that I'm looking at warming up down on that field right now. They, 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 there's so much. If if I'm them and, I, and and talking to a few of them, I'm telling you now, they're uh, they're motivated because of that, and and they know they know what's what. I mean, they they've been around a long. You reach the AAA level, you're the. the the, the youngest ones are in their early 20s, and there are other guys in their in their early 30s to mid to late 20s, and they know the score. They've been in this business. They know it's a business, and they also know there's opportunities where they exist, and that's that's a great question. 
How has Mike Camps enjoyed these longer series with these teams going in a six-game stretch and, and being in the same place or having teams in for a six-game stretch? How's that been for you this year? Have you enjoyed it? I love it. I'm going to save about $3,000 on rail car expenses. <laughs> <laughs> here's, the, here's the deal with our new configuration. Now, now, let me let me back up and, 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 and take a little extra time here. I think Major League Baseball would have been so well off if they had started at St. Paul, Minnesota, and come south on Interstate 35 and all the way down to Sugar Land. We've got we got the makings of a 10 to 12 team AAA league in the central time zone, and they wanted to save money on travel. Well, they're saving money on travel because of the six-game series. Uh, in 2019, it was nothing for us to fly from here to Des Moines, then out to Albuquerque, and back to Omaha. Now, what sense does that make? <laughs> you're, you're, that's three different. That so so we're traveling close to 40 people now. And so what, what sense does it make to do that where if you look at it and people coming through COVID are, are, are cash strapped and, and all levels of baseball now, uh, and you go into a place for six games, and yeah, it's the same place, but you do get to settle in. I've, I've been on road trips where I, have, I would wake up in the middle of the night and wonder where I was. I'm, and I'm not making that up just because it's, it's a whirlwind. And it's more like big league baseball than what we're doing. But you get a chance to settle in in the city. Uh, you get a chance to see the, the the two starters who started the series in the series. And so those two guys really have to prove themselves a second time through against the lineup, if you follow what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So me, I love it because it, it's um, – I get, I get a chance to settle in and I'm not – running in and out of airports at 4 a.m. three different times on a road trip and um, trying to get back and flying three-quarters of the way across country and, and make it to the ballpark for a 7 o'clock game, which is we've come crashing to earth on, on that occasion several times. So this has been, for me, it's been easier in a way, uh, in two or three ways, you know, we're talking about just, just to be, be settled for a while and watch the games and all the intricacies that go into calling a game to settle out and and then not having to get up because we have that Wednesday off every week knowing we're going to the worst thing that's going to happen is we're going to travel home on that off day uh, this this particular week we're going to have Wednesday completely off and and, and finish this, the 12 game homestand with Sugarland, and that's always a knockdown drag that's us and the Astros Mike, we uh, we know you're busy. We know you you got to get prepped for the uh, the broadcast tonight. Man, we do appreciate the time. Thanks so much for everything, and uh, we'll uh, we'll stay in touch. I've got to keep my uh, eighty four million dollar deal going, <laughs> so I'll send you a check for this. <laughs> All right, Kathy, be good. We'll talk to you soon. That is okay. uh, Mike Caps, the play by play voice of the uh, of the Round Rock Express. You know, <clears throat> we both know him from different different areas, but the one time. I, I just got to tell you, it was, it was the coolest thing. I, I got a phone call from him, and I I did not know who he was, Ward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I I knew I knew who he was, but I didn't. We didn't know each other, mm-hmm. if, that, if that makes sense. And uh, he uh, he asked me if I would not mind meeting with him. And next thing you know, uh, I'm doing a few games for the uh, Round Rock Express, and uh, and he was whenever they would do television. 
Larry Durker, remember Larry Durker, mm-hmm. the old Astros manager? Larry Durker would work television with Mike on Fox Sports Southwest. Uh, and I would get to do the uh, the radio broadcast and loved every minute of it. And he and I have become uh, big buddies, so good stuff. Uh, and I know that you know him, and you've known him uh, probably as long as I have, but uh, you know him from d- different yeah, areas. I, so I've, I've known him for 40 years. He's, he's such a great guy. Yep, good dude. All right, uh, it is 529. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up in a couple of minutes, we are going to get to – the, uh, the grab bag. Got several things in the grab bag that we're going to get to for you. But right now we're going to talk about Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They've been serving Central Texas since 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has had the same ownership. We're talking about the Emery's. Same family operated business covering four generations. That fourth generation is Braden Emery and he's, uh, man, he's, he's, he's got that thing under control and He's now barking orders to, to to his dad John. So, and that's kind of fun to watch. I like. We'll just go over there sometime and just watch him boss John around a little bit. It's kind of cool. Uh, no, I'm making that up. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has a, a reputation built one customer at a time. They got they got a simple objective, and that's to make sure their customers leave satisfied with their buying experience. Basically, they're your one stop shop. For all your steel needs, they offer the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers, and, of course, structural pipe. If you're in the uh, market to build a barn dominium, which is obviously a hot thing right now, and you need some help getting started, just contact our friends at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They're open uh, with locations in Bryan and in Waco. They're open Monday through Friday from 730 until 5 and Saturday 8 to noon. Pioneer Steel and Pipe is located at 913 South Loop. Drive in Orchard Lane. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, and if you want to check them out 24-7, you can certainly do so at PioneerBoys.com. Tune in to John Morris's Big 12 Football Previews here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Presented by State Farm Agents Bob Anderson, Bart Romig, and Mike McKenzie, George's Restaurant and Catering, and Bruner Motors in Stephenville. John Morris's Big 12 football previews. Weekdays here on the home of the Bears. ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports, and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. 
Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nietzsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Richard Carr GMC Buick Cadillac. Phoenix Suns Chris Paul has formally declined the $44 million player option on his contract for next season and becomes an unrestricted free agent. Olympic medal count USA leads with 64, China has 62, and the ROC has 48. Track and field continues today with the finals in the women's long jump and the men's 400 meter hurdles. Demarcus Lawrence and Amari Cooper remain on the puff list along with Dak Prescott those two may not even make the trip to Ohio for the Hall of Fame game with Pittsburgh this Thursday. Astros lose their series to the Giants over the weekend. They have the day off before starting a series in L.A. with the Dodgers tomorrow night. Rangers lose their series to the Mariners 2-1. Rangers start a series with the Angels at home tonight, 7:05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on game time. All right. Grab bag time here from ESPN Central Texas and our Alan Samuel Studios. Ward, and I have the last couple of days, but I kind of feel bad that I haven't paid as much attention to the Olympics as I feel like I should have. Now, I'm going to tell you, I watched several hours of it last night. Mm-hmm. Uh have you been? Are are you in tune? Are you locked in on the on the Olympics? Uh, no, it's been on uh, most of the TVs, um, but I've been doing other things mm-hmm. and just stopping down for a few minutes when I take a break and and check it out. So I haven't locked in. Now I locked in a little bit of the track and field yesterday for a while, and I'll lock in tonight for the four hundred meter uh, hurdles men's finals tonight. So I'll I'll get into that once it gets to the semifinals and the finals mm-hmm. in the track and field i i try to lock in on that when but when it's doing a you know heat one section a section b <laughs> it, i can't keep up totally with that well one of the things that i, I of course I, I love watching the the swimming um i and i'm locked into the women's volleyball i i watched a ton of that last night mm-hmm. uh you know, against uh, against Italy. So, here, here's the medal count: USA 64, China 62, and Russia 48. Uh, four of those 64, 22 gold, 25 silver, and 17 bronze. The leader in the clubhouse in gold medals is China with 29. 29 gold for China, but they've got 17 silver and 16 bronze. Hmm. So uh, it's a, it's a 64-62 run right now. Pretty so close, huh? There you go. Yep. Uh, soccer team, women's soccer team will not move on. They got beat one to nothing 
by uh, Canada. In in was it penalty kicks? Was it a penalty kick? I I'm not sure if that's what got them uh, beat or not. Maybe maybe it was. I did I didn't get to see that part. Yeah, it but was I a did, penalty was. kick. I, I did see the results, but I didn't see one. Yeah, it was a it was a penalty kick that got uh, that got uh, Canada past the U.S. And uh, that's that's a tough one. Now Simone Biles is going to compete tomorrow night, mm-hmm. or is that tonight? I think that's tonight. <laughs> I can't see. Those twelve hours mess me up. Yeah, I think uh, I think it, for us it's tonight. Yeah, so it's so tonight must be Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Here we for go them again. it's Tuesday. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we'll see, she will compete. So uh, we'll see how on the beam, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, all right, uh, we mentioned that we were joking around, but Chris Paul did decline forty-four million. And let's see here. Uh, boy, there's a there's some guys that uh, have passed uh, uh, on some money. Uh, how how about this one? Uh, Kawhi Leonard passes on thirty six million. Mm-hmm. And looking for a uh, looking for a different deal. Leonard could potentially sign a four year one hundred and seventy six million dollar deal, or he could do a one and one. And become a free agent after next season, right? And get a five-year deal mm-hmm. worth two thirty-five. That's ridiculous. It is. It is nuts. But it's where we are, right? It's. I mean, did you just, see what the Mavericks just did? I did not. They uh, they're signed Tim Hardaway Jr. to a four-year, seventy-two million dollar deal. Yeah, Aaron was just saying how ridiculous he thought that was. It's. He, he can't defend. He can't create his own shots. He's a very good three-point shooter. You can get three-point shooters for less than close to $20 million a year. But Luca likes him, so maybe that had something to do with he it. He likes him, and Jason Kidd loves him, and that's why he's got that deal. So, and Jason Kidd is your guy? Yes. Guiding the uh, the program, so we'll see how that goes. All right. Uh, and finally, the, the, to me, this is crazy, but the Mets and Kamar Rocker could not come to an agreement. At the deadline for getting your first round draft pick signed. I saw that last night. I couldn't believe it. So they're going to get some compens. They, being the Mets, will get mm-hmm. some compensation in next year's draft. And Rocker goes back in the pool to be drafted again next year. So am I missing something? Did he just waste the, the rest of this year and, and goes back into the draft next year? So he's. So nobody can pick him up? It says Rocker, whose dominance at Vanderbilt made him the most well-known college player in perhaps a decade, had agreed to play for $6 million after he slipped down the draft boards, but the deal fell apart following a physical exam. Kamar Rocker, you know, blah, blah, let's see. And then it said the Mets will receive the 11th pick in the 2022 draft as compensation, and Rocker uh, will be eligible for the draft again in 2022. So I don't think he can go sign a free agent deal. In fact, I know he can't. Hmm. So he sits. He sits until the next next draft. And you know the only name I heard that people were worried that that could possibly happen with before the draft was Leiter going to the Rangers because he was going to ask for so much and wanted to be a Red Sox and blah, blah, blah. Well, he signed right away. So there you go. Yeah, so hmm. he is uh, – he sits for a year. Now, I'm trying to remember there was a kid out of Tennessee that that happened to, and he went and pitched for a uh, an independent league team. Just well, Maybe that's and, what happens. And, and that, you know, so. But Kumar Rocker uh, is not a New York Met. 
And some, so who's that on? I, somehow you got to figure out a way to get that deal done. Don't you both sides? Well, I think, didn't you mention he didn't pass the physical? Well, there were some issues that uh, the, well, the Mets felt that, that there were some that's issues. That's on the Mets for not researching that enough to figure it out, that there may be some issues there before the draft. So I guess, I mean, that's what put the brakes on it. Now, the representatives for Rocker say, hang on a second. Uh, go look at the MRI he took recently, and then go look at his 2018 MRI. There's no difference. Mm-hmm. So, Rocker says, uh-uh. Mets say, uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Something's going on there. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll tell you what's going on. They don't get their first-round pick, and he doesn't play baseball right yeah. now. I mean, That's what's going on. There's a reason why the Mets backed out of the deal, and I don't – I mean, I get Rocker's people has to say, well – they're trying to do their due diligence to get him another deal next year, I guess. But I, I don't – man, that's that's awful that he can't – he's just got to go play independent ball or something like that because he can't go back to Vanderbilt. He's done with eligibility. Yeah. So, he just kind of out in there limbo. in the wind. And, and, you know, so go pitch for a – you know, a, a Cleveland a, Railroaders. Yeah, there you go. I, and this has probably been – eight nine years but i remember a high school kid doing this and going to pitch with a uh with a uh a semi-professional team in the year off and ended up with having to have tommy john surgery then when he goes back in the draft he goes in like the sixth round instead of being the number two or three overall pick it's a lot of risk well yeah the, yeah there is risk there but i mean they could not reach an agreement so mm-hmm. rocker the the stud out of vandy is uh, is not a New York Met. So there you go. That's the bottom line. All right, uh, let's take a second to talk about Circle Drug. They're 3211 Robinson Drive. We're talking about uh, uh, Doc Everett and his uh, terrific staff. Great selection of over-the-counter medications, fast, friendly customer service when it comes to your prescriptions. And they also have medical equipment that's available. They do free delivery, free drive-through at the window, curbside service, walk-up window, uh, you name it, they can do it for you. They're at Garden Drive and Robinson Drive. They're open Monday through Saturday, uh, Monday through Friday, rather, from 9 until 6 and Saturday. This is what I love. Th- this will tell you everything you need to know about customer service. They're open on Saturdays, not till noon like a lot of people. They're open 9 till 2. So if you work a half a day like a lot of us do on Saturdays, you can still get by Circle Drug and get your prescriptions Uh and still have time to spare. That's why they're open until 2 o'clock for you at uh, Circle Drug. And, you know, you, uh, you you drop off your prescriptions or you do like I do. I just call them in and say, hey, I'm out, need some help. And the next thing I know, I, I don't worry about it. I forget about it. Next thing I know, I'm getting a text message. Hey, your prescriptions are ready to be picked up. That's just one of the cool services that they provide at Circle Drug. And, you know, it, it kind of feels like with that service and, and the people who, who know you, know your name, it, it kind of feels like an old-fashioned pharmacy. You know, the, and, and that's how they, they want it to feel. It's it's locally owned. It's it's an independent pharmacy. And, and again, you, you, you walk into a, one of those grocery store pharmacies and Fred's behind the counter at the pharmacy on on Monday when you drop off your prescription and when you go back to pick it up on Wednesday Sally's there and Fred and Sally don't know who you are don't they got a million people to take it not at Circle Drug that's not how they do it they get to know you and they treat you 
they treat you like family. And, and, and I've gone there for years and will continue to go there. Circle Drug, 3211 Robinson Drive. Here's the phone number. You want to give them a call and ask a question, maybe ask a question about diabetic testing or, or prescriptions or, or whatever the case may be, even a vaccine. They do vaccines there. That's where I got my COVID shot. Six shots, 662-0774. That's 254-662-0774 for Circle Drug. Recently on the John Moore Show. Coach Clyde Hart with us uh, sharing some Olympic stories. And Jeremy uh, won it in 44 seconds flat. But what was funny, I, I, uh, Michael Ford was with me. I took Michael. He was a young coach, now our new head coach at Baylor. And I wanted Michael to get that experience. And Well, right before that, I had run down to the rail. And, and Jeremy was taking his victory lap. He runs over, and his eyes are really big. Of course, he's excited. And I said, Jeremy, do you realize what you just did? And his answer, I never will forget. He says, Coach, I broke the school record. <laughs> and I said, Jeremy, you won the gold medal. You're, you're not even 20 years old. You just won the gold medal. He said, yeah, but, Coach, it was my last chance to break the school record. Oh, I got man. Michael's record. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based upon what it takes to help your company win. That's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflow and allowing you to better communicate within your organization and with your customers. Make your championship decision today with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com or call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600. Parents, do you want your child's shoes to fit perfectly? Then you need to get your kids Skechers Stretch Fit Shoes. Because Skechers Stretch Fit Shoes are so comfortable and so stretchy, they easily slip on and fit almost like a sock. Your child is constantly moving and constantly growing, so they need a shoe that moves with them. And Skechers Stretch Fit's soft, stretchable material contours to their busy feet. It's a perfect fit. And not only do they fit like a dream, they perform like one too. Skechers Stretch Fit keeps your child's feet comfortable all day long. With Skechers exclusive air-cooled memory foam and a breathable Stretch Fit knit, your child will be cool and comfy whether playing, studying, or just hanging out. Plus, you'll love just how durable they are. Stretch Fit is designed to take everything your child can throw at them. And if they get dirty, just pop them in the washing machine. It's that easy. Give your kids perfect comfort that adjusts to them with Skechers Stretch Fit Shoes. Find them at a Skechers store near you, Skechers.com, or wherever kids' shoes are sold.
This is ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward and Aaron, we're glad you're with us. 548, dozen minutes away from 6. Coming up in a few minutes, John Morris will have our Big 12 preview, and I think today it's Iowa State he's taking a look at. And then at 6.30 tonight, we'll have baseball for you, the Rangers and the L.A. Angels as Texas looks for a three-game winning streak, baby. May not lose another one. I'm, I'm, Ward, you, 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 you snicker, Ward. You snicker, but it's possible that they may not lose another game this season. Okay. It's possible. It's highly unlikely, mm-hmm. but it certainly is possible. <laughs> hey, did you see this? Uh, the, the NCAA Board of Governors called for a constitutional convention in November. That would be the first step toward launching dramatic reform in how – the, uh, the industry of college sports is governed for years to come. In the wake of, of uh, the loss, basically, to the Supreme Court and radical changes to the way athletes can be compensated and with college football playoff expansion and with major conference realignment uh, and all of those things, they felt like, hey, in November, they need to get together and kind of figure this thing out. Mm-hmm. Aren't they, a like a, aren't they a day late and a dollar yeah, short? A little late. And, and why would you wait till November? I mean, what is significant about November? Can you think of anything that says, hey, we need to do this in November and not August? No. I, 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 don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. Here's, here's what Mark Emmert, the president of the NCAA, said, and his $2.9 million a year, by the way. Uh, the goal is to make sure that we can align authority and responsibilities, get that right between campuses, conferences, and the national level. That's the goal. Okay. Shouldn't that have already been a part of the equation? I, I, I would think so, but maybe, I mean, maybe these teams, well, Texas and OU going to the SEC and the NIL is exploding in some cases. I mean, you got guys making a million dollars and hadn't taken a snap yet at quarterback. Maybe it's, uh-oh, this thing's getting away from us. Just like we said it would. Right. I mean, we've said, why didn't they get way out in front of all this a long time ago? They kind of sat on their hands saying, well, this is coming, but I really don't think it'll happen. Guess what? It just happened right in front of their face. Do you recall when you looked at the NCAA and said that's the governing body of of college athletics and you kind of had a little fear of the NCAA and you didn't want them around? uh, But I don't sense that anymore. Do you? No. No, they're not. They're more of a nuisance almost. Well, because they, they keep stepping in it, for well, lack of a better word. And these conferences have kind of taken the lead, have they not? Yes. The, and, and, and that may not be true, but that's the that's that, the sense that I get. That's per, the persona we're getting. Absolutely, I think it is. That the leagues have kind of taken and said, here's what we're going to do. Work with it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you get the same feeling? Yeah, absolutely I do. I mean, it's, it's we're going to do this whether you like it or not. And if you want to try to stop us, go ahead. And more times than not, the NCAA is now going, okay. Yeah. Well, mark your calendar for November, and we'll see how that all goes. So there you go. All right, that is going to do it for us here this afternoon. Thanks to RJ Ochoa from Blogging the Boys. Also, Chad Conine from the Waco Tribune Herald and Mike Caps from the Round Rock Express for being a part of the program. We'll see you tomorrow at 4 right here on ESPN Central Texas where we've got the uh, Big 12 preview next on ESPN 
Central Texas. It's time for today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview. Today, a look at the Iowa State Cyclones. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody beginning a new week with our Big 12 football previews. Today, a second look at the Iowa State Cyclones. Picked second in the Big 12 in the preseason poll and in the top 10 nationally. Details straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview. Every team knows that the two-point play can be a winning move. That's why State Farm agent Bob Anderson and his team are here to help you go for two by combining your home and auto insurance. It's a great call that saves you time and money. So go for the win and score savings by combining your home and auto. It's just another way we're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Bob Anderson at 666-7557 today. Hi, Kyle Citrano here with George's Restaurant, Bar, and Catering to tell you about what's new this season. Come enjoy one of our brand new Big O cocktails and try some of our new items like avocado toast, Italian nachos, and shrimp and grits. You can watch the game on our 200-inch Big O screens at either location. Check out our new menus and party package options online at georgeswaco.com or come see for yourself. Serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner Monday through Saturday at both of our locations. George's number one at 1925 Spate Avenue and George's number two at 1201 Hewitt Drive. Sick'em Bears! Gear up for the new season with the latest in Baylor Nike apparel from the Baylor Bookstore on campus on 5th Street or online at baylorshop.com. Hey folks, John Morris for the Brunerado family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit Brunerado.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto Family at Brunerado.com. Your family since 1928. Now back to today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview, exclusively on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is John Morris. Welcome back today. A second look at the Iowa State Cyclones. Picked second in the Big 12 preseason poll, number nine in the nation in the Associated Press preseason poll nationally. Head coach Matt Campbell asked, what is it that gives him the confidence his team can play to that level? Well, I, I would just say this, like from our standpoint, and I know I answered that question earlier, you know, preseason polls and stuff right now really don't mean a whole lot. And, you know, I think what we know, what we have is we have a veteran football team. There's a lot of guys that have had experience, and yet they have to earn the right to have confidence to be a good football team. And part of that process to earn the right to be a, to a good football team is still in the works right now. It's it's how you show up and in, in really January and February and March. It's the effort and the commitment that you were willing to make to your mind, your body, and your craft in times when nobody was looking. Um, and we're still there. You know, we're still in July and getting ready to go into August where, you know, it's all kind of setting the standards and the foundation, the principles, so you have that confidence to be a good football team when the fall comes your way and those moments come your way. And so, you know, I think that's where we're at. And, you know, what we've really strained on is how do we improve? How do we take the lessons we've learned from a year ago and the last couple years in our program? How do we take them? How do we put our ego aside? And how do we demand to get better one day at a time? And uh, again, when you have an older group, um, that group sometimes can, can really do a great job of leading the way, and our group has done that so far. That's Matt Campbell, the head coach of the Iowa State Cyclones. And that's today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview 
I'm John Morris. Recently on the John Morris Show. We welcome in now Will London from Waco High from Baylor University and a U.S. Olympian, John Morris, along with Jerry Hill. And, Jerry, we're in the uh, presence of greatness here with an Olympian in Will London. Yeah, and first, uh, apparently first Olympian ever from Waco. I know you've talked about that a little bit, but how big a deal is that for you being the first from your hometown to ever make it to the Olympics? Uh, I didn't even know I was the first one until, like, people said it. But I guess it's just from, you know, being around at Baylor for so long, and I've seen Jeremy, Michael Johnson, those people. So I guess when they've been around so long, you kind of forget that they're not exactly from Waco. (laughs) But uh, it's exciting to know that I'm the first Olympian from Waco. You know, it was a great feeling, and I'm glad I get to uh, experience it, and the people around me can too. Listen to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a quality metal building, since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, It helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. 